Hey everybody, welcome to another Tell Me Something Good. I have to tell you the honest truth. I don't really know what time it is right now. I'm looking at my computer. It says 125, but it feels old, older, later than that. I'm super tired. This was a whirlwind uh, trip for me to LA and it's the morning after the special. And is it 325 or 125? I don't even know. What time it is here? What's going on, Kat and Ray Ray and Natasha? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tell Me Something Good. For those of you who are, uh, thank you. And thank you to everybody who watched the special last night, uh, who was in the stream. Jacob has picked a winner and is sending uh, the name and the actual comment to me. So I'm excited to see it. Uh, last night we picked a winner uh, for someone to... Um, Oh, wait a second. That explains this. Hold on one second, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on one quick second. Bam. That's what I was talking about. Bam. I was wondering what the fuck I was looking at. 325 in Illinois. That's right. Okay. But yeah, so thank you to everybody who came and checked it out and was there um, and tuned in and and was part of it, man. It was really, um, for those of you who are listening or watching, um, if you, uh, it's still up there on my YouTube channel. Um, it's ready for you. Um, I, I have to tell you, I, I've, it's the only special that I've, first of all, for sure, the only one of my specials I've watched more than once. And second of all, um, I smiled the whole time again. Like I just, not only do I love the material and do I think it's funny as fuck, but it made me happy. Like I challenge you to watch that vid that special and not be like yeah that was fun do you know what i mean that was fucking fun and i gotta tell you that you know i when i watched so many of the choices that i made last night on the special and for those of you in the chat you saw a bunch of it but for those of you who didn't you know i didn't edit the only edit i made is i, I made a costume change so instead of you know you watching you know, a blank stage for a couple minutes while I changed. Um, I made an edit. And besides that, that was it. I didn't edit out. I didn't edit out. Um, I didn't edit out mistakes. Uh, I, there were songs I started over. There were jokes I started over. Um, one of my special guests and I started laughing on stage. All these things that I decided I don't need my special to look perfect and to be perfect. I want you all to see the fluff. I wanted you all to feel like what it was like to be at the show. So um, there were times where, you know, some improv wasn't working. I left that shit in. I left that shit in. So, and not shit, but like for me, that's part of the sauce, you know? And uh, I, I 
can't tell you how happy I am about it and how, um, yeah, April says, I love the raw feeling. Thank you so much. And Daniel, thank you so much. Oh, he was such a good guitar player. Um, Joseph, I was very happy and felt great. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Tyler said that was so fucking funny. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much. Well, listen, guys, um, it was my pleasure and my honor and, and, um, I'm super psyched that, uh, I got to do it and that you guys, um, Oh, Ray, Ray, you said you wish you had kept that part with the motorcycle that drove by. That was the second show. I didn't, uh, so there were parts of the second show that some songs that were in the second show weren't in the first show. There was two, two straight up bits jokes that were in the second show that weren't in the first show. I just didn't mix them. You know, a lot of times, not a lot of times, what happens in specials is people wear the same clothes, right? And they shoot it twice and back to back different audiences. And that way, you know, same pacing and all that stuff, but that way, if they mess something up or they try something in the second act, they're wearing the same clothes, you know? And yeah, Ray, Ray, you came to the second one. So you saw a show that only the people in that place ever saw i didn't i haven't now i released the motorcycle clip and i released one of the other jokes um but i didn't want to blend the two i didn't want to do like the greatest hits you know so but this way ray ray look at it this way the people who came to the second show and watched the special you got to see both which is pretty dope um but I'm in Raleigh this weekend. For those of you who are uh, listening, I'm in Raleigh this weekend. I'm in Naples, Florida the weekend after. And then November is November. Tiffany, you have no idea what's going on. Okay. I appreciate you letting us know. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely went barefoot. I had a couple sock shots. Um, but it was a good time. Well, let me just kind of break down what's been happening it's been a, you know, it's been such a busy couple weeks, you know, but where was I last week? Oh, Omaha. Good God. Omaha was so much. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. So much fun. And by the way, guys, please spread the word about that special. If you liked it and you know, people who are going to enjoy that silliness, uh, what's going on, Shannon? Um, I did not film in Omaha. I did not film it, but I, yo, if you, anybody was at those Omaha shows, that weird shit they had behind the curtains, those the, first of all, the biggest sombrero I've ever seen. Yes. Jacob already picked the winner and sent it to me. I just, I'm going to announce it on YouTube and not on here. So I have it. I know who won. That's right. I know who won. I know who was in the running. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We got it, everybody. We got it. Now, there's gonna, we're going to have to put some. Uh, thank you, Marlene. We're going to have to put some uh, parameters, I guess. Oh, like, you know, I just got to let you know where the tickets go. And uh, Robbie, do whatever service song you want. I'm not going to be doing any, a bunch of duets with you guys, just so you know. That's not happening. <laughs> just i know people have asked about it there's like a zero percent chance i'm doing one with ray ray but that's where i'm stopping right there um 
you know, I've done well with Margaret, but I'm not going to, it's just too much work for me guys to be writing duets with a bunch of everybody who wants to write a duet, you know? So I kind of, after I agreed to do it with Ray Ray, I was like, you know what? This is probably going to end up being a lot of work for me. So, but you guys feel free to write whatever song you want, you know? Um, Sue, don't be, uh, sorry. Don't, you don't have to apologize for having to miss me at Omaha. Hey, you, you don't apologize for living your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've performed in Canada a bunch. Um, thank you, Aaron. Thanks for coming. So, well, last night we, I was out in Hollywood and Jacob lives near, um, he's in the thick of it in Hollywood Boulevard. Like this dude, yo, 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 this dude for sure out his window to say it's a homeless encampment. This, you know what? A couple of those places look as good or better than places that they live on in the walking dead. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they, it's like legit joints. They got like a little, a little hibachis. They got like Nescafe. They're just sipping espresso. Yo, out in front of Jake. And at all, you're like, well, that looks kind of normal until like, um, two or three in the morning, every morning. Cause his windows open, you know, and I, we both like the open window. And you could just, thank you, Tommy. I appreciate it. Um, you could, by the way, everybody, if you are not following life of dad, you should. T- Travis, total shantytown. If you guys were on the, uh, thanks, Kate. If you guys were on the stream last night when that fucking dude, Captain America, that hubcap at somebody, he came out and he just fucking zinc. He Captain America, he he took a hubcap and he fucking Captain America did somebody. Yeah, dude, it was bananas. It was bananas. So Jakey lives out there and he told me, he was like, no, they didn't throw it out the window. He told me, I was like, what do you think? He goes, man, I kind of, I mean, I, it makes me nervous, but I love living in it. He's weird like me. Oh, we both jumped. We both jumped. But he said the other day, this dude had memorized the Gettysburg Address. And like every hour on the hour, he would step out of his tent, give the Gettysburg address and step back in. Oh, Misty, it's awful in LA. There's the, the, the homeless problem is, is out of control. It's one of the reasons that people are leaving, you know, um, there's no real solution, which is the problem. Like you're, there's no real solution. So. Um, you know, oh, it's, it's crazy outside of his window. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but anyways, I wanted to do this, um, day after I'm kind of drained. I'm not kind of drained. Yesterday was, is it worse in Portland? Same, different, same. Um, the hubcap, one of the dudes out there. So I, what I wanted to do to, um, today was 
do a little, you know, the day after comedy and I'm kind of tired and, um, uh, you know, I caught a midnight flight back here. So my head is still a little googly boogly, but I would love to talk some comedy today. And so I'm kind of going to open it up to you guys. Um, and just for you guys to ask me any question you want about comedy. My comedy, other people's comedy, you know, cancel culture and comedy. But I thought, thank you, Michelle. It scared me too, Mark. Uh, can, we can't wait to see that dress, Ray Ray. Um, I thought it would be fun to open it up for some comedy questions. So I'm going to, uh, Bradley, hit me. I'm going to open up the stream down below. Please come on and join me. Um, thank you, Josh. Please come on and join me and, and let me know what you got because today I feel very comedy nerdy. And, um, to be completely honest with you, I was taking a nap and woke up at three ten. and was like, Oh shit, I gotta do that podcast. So I don't have anything planned. Um, and so I would love to, to some comedy nerd talk with you guys. If you had any questions for me. Um, and then if not, you know, I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> Shit. I'm tired. Um, but I got to fly out again tomorrow to Raleigh. Yo, I, you know, I, I have told you guys a lot about the changes in my life. And and here's why I know that they're happening with me. I heard you guys were having a little girl. Congratulations, Mandy. That is super exciting. We I'm really excited for you guys. Uh, my brother had a baby today, too. It's so dope. Yeah, I had to, um, I had to, uh, fly out and they were doing C-section and none of us were really allowed to see the baby yet anyways, um, just cause of the COVID, but, um, yeah, I was really trying to get them to induce labor yesterday on my birthday, because let's be honest, I was really just worried about me and I was like, Hey, why are you being selfish? just have the baby come out today. You know what I mean? And he was like, why is that selfish? And I was like, because, you know, because that's what I, I want. <laughs> he did not, uh, he did not buy into that. I told him, I go, just go scare her. If you scare her, then for sure we're going to have a baby sooner and then maybe on my birthday. But again, he was being selfish. Um, I got a couple questions that I see in the chat. And so let me answer these real quick. Marlene, have I ever had a crowd that just didn't get it? Uh, a crowd, just a crowd. I have had many. Now I don't anymore. I just don't anymore. I'm past that point in my career. Um, and part of it is cheating because part of it, honestly, when you walk on stage and people know who you are, they give you a little more leeway as far as your standup. 
And so part of eating dicks when you're a younger comic is you walk on stage cold. Nobody knows who you are. And so sometimes they, it's almost like they make you work for it harder. And also you're younger. You don't know how to do it. But yeah, Marlene, I have eaten more dicks on stage than probably anybody, you know. Um, I love this question. Well, that's not a question. Thank you, Deanna. I appreciate it. Jakey and I have a really good time together. Daniel says, who was my biggest comedy influence growing up? It's a three-parter. The first person that I watched that made me want to do stand-up was George Carlin. I was watching it with my dad. And um, I don't know if it was Carlin himself or the fact that I saw my dad laughing. And, I, and that didn't happen a lot at the time. And I was just like, I would like to be able to do that also. And I think that a lot of that was it. Like, you know, during that time, my dad was going through a tough time in his life. And there was a lot of anger and sadness and very serious dude. And to see him bust out laughing like this in the middle of a road trip, by the way, where there was not a whole lot of laughter um, was super cool. And so that was the first one for me. And then doing a little watching of Bill Cosby pre-rape, probably not pre-rape. That was probably actually during rape. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, man, if I can separate how terrible of a human being he is with the fact that he's one of the greatest to ever do it, I wouldn't watch. I don't support him. But you're asking me who influenced me coming up. Cosby, the way he told stories about his life without a whole lot of embellishment with zero swears sitting on a stool was just fascinating to me. Fucking fascinating how he could keep people just on the edge of their seat, telling stories about kids. You didn't know. Do you know what I mean? But just how he told these stories was just like, so it was almost like, I felt like, you know how well they told stories. I don't know if any of you have ever listened to old radio and listened to the way they told stories. And they had to go into detail because they had to paint a picture for you because you're listening to the radio. Like if you ever watch any of the old shadow or listen to the old shadow and why would you? But I have just because I'm interested in the way different people tell stories. And there was a detail to the radio um, that drew you in. It had to be there. You had to paint a bigger picture. And I felt like Cosby told stories that bordered on that where you were watching him, but he was also, I pictured exactly where he was. And so that was always super cool to me. People have asked me before other comics, you know, you could shorten your stories if you took away some of the detail. And for me, the detail is what helps the payoff of the joke. Because you're in the it, now. To be fair, I do lose some people sometimes on my setups because they feel like my setup is too long and without enough punch. But I always make sure that I add the punch, plenty of punch at the end to reward you. But I want you to know what's happening in my life, how I feel, where we are, and for some people they like it, and for some people they don't. Um, but the last one was Sam Kinison, and I, I mean, to be able to open up for him like was such a crazy thing and so lucky and such right place, right time. Um, but I was always already such a big fan. Uh, you guys forget like pre phone in your pocket. If you 
found an artist, you looked for that fucking artist. You 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 left your house to go to a record store or you you know what I mean? Like it wasn't it wasn't just like, oh, I'm just gonna maybe I'll just browse comics and see out of these five hundred that are in this thing on my hand, which one I like. That's not how that went. And Kennison for me was the first person I remember listening to going, are we allowed to say that shit out loud in front of other people? What the fuck? So those, those three for me, and I will tell you something that all three of them have in common. Also, as I've gotten older, I realize is their truth. They spoke their truth. A hundred percent their truth and their truths were all different. Right. But they were, they were not a piece of anybody else. And so for me, that was really the last piece of the puzzle for me doing standup, um, was, uh, the confidence to just let it put it on cruise control as me. So, I was a longer answer, Daniel, but thank you so much for asking that. Aaron says, okay, I'm here now. Can you start over? Hilarious. Uh, all right. Let's take a look at a couple more. Um, who's got a question underneath? Josh, you got one? Hit me. Uh, we've heard a lot of your more positive stories and like the points where you felt like you made it as a comedian. What would you say was one of your personal lowest points as a comedian where you were like about damn ready to throw in the towel? All right. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. Um, that happened not too long ago. Um, before father of the year, which is what? 2017, maybe 18. You know, Josh, I, I felt myself getting better and better and better and better, but my visibility was dropping lower and lower and lower and lower. And what's more important now than ever is visibility and marketing. And I'm not particularly good at marketing at selling myself. I, I would actually say I'm pretty bad. And, um, because there are people who are a whole lot less funny than me who depending on, on what, on what other people's vision of success would be are way more successful than I am because they just know how to, they just know how to do it. They know how to do it. And I don't, I don't know. How to. Um, and so after Chelsea lately, Josh, uh, which was a TV show you may have been too young to watch, but I was on probably, I don't know, between 200 and 300 episodes of that show. And visibility was super high and ticket counts were super high. My comedy was meh. I felt bad for some of those people who were paying tickets to my shows, to be honest with you at the time. Um, but after the show, I said to Beth, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna push all the chips in here on me, and I'm going to try to shed these. Chelsea lately fans. And she said, why? I said, well, the ones that stay are fans of me, but I need to shed her fans because they're not my fans. And if I keep trying to play to them, they're going to leave eventually. And then I'm really going to be fucked. 
I just need to not play to them. I need to do what's true to me, not play to them. And hopefully I'm going to build up my own group. And so tickets drop fast, dude. They drop fast. And clubs are still booking me because I had a good personal relationship with these people and I'm good to the wait staff and I'm good to the people who are there. And I'm generally not an asshole and I'm pretty easy to deal with. And lucky for me, that kept me in business for a little while. But the weekend money was dropping every weekend. And I told Beth, I go, I can't, we can't live on this. This isn't, we can't live on this. So I'm going to give it two more months. And uh, I'm going to film this special. And I had just put out the best practical joke. Now I'm going to tell you something. That putting the best practical joke out online changed my career. But I will tell you, I fought putting it out for a year. Because I had always been told that long form stories did not work online. Long form stories. That's all I kept hearing. Long forms. And what I didn't want to put out was a story. And by the way, I don't feel this way anymore either, but I didn't want to put it out and be like, well, nobody liked it and these numbers and that's going to make me feel bad about myself and all that shit. And somebody was like, look, I'm going to post it for you and don't look at numbers. And I said, okay. And then he called me and he was like, go look at the numbers. And it had been up on YouTube on Facebook for maybe a week and had 20 million views. And I was like, God damn. And he was like, yeah, yeah. He said, get that special, shoot that special. And he said, let's see what happens. He was like, don't throw in the towel yet. And um, so I shot the special and it just exploded. It exploded. And Josh, I'm going to tell you something else. It exploded and it reminded me, you know, I was, I was basing my worth and how funny my jokes are on other people's, like how many likes and how many. And it reminded me that like, yeah, that is not the way to do this game, right? I just got to do my shit. I haven't looked at the numbers on YouTube from last night. I, I know where my channel is. I know, I know I can't look, I might look in a week, but I don't want a number that I don't like to somehow change what I feel about that special and last night. That's it. So I know my triggers, right? And so I'm at a point in my life where I'm just not going to put myself in front of them anymore. I, I know if I go on YouTube as, as well as I'm doing mentally, it could fuck me up and I don't want it to fuck me up because being in that chat last night with you guys and watching that special, yo, guess what? Nobody is doing that. There is nobody in the country where you're going to see that show. Not a fucking person. Guess what else? That special was 90 minutes last night, man. We retained all of you motherfuckers. A couple people here, there, but we retained like 95% for 90 minutes. So I was just like, yo, this, and I'm looking at the comments and I'm like, yeah. And so I don't want anything to bump that, you know, but that would have been a time. And it was recent, dude. So recent um, that I still feel it like I, I still beth mentioned it to me she said you glad you didn't quit i'm like fuck yeah and not quit i would have done something else in the business i don't know how to do anything else besides you know make dick jokes but um that's it you know uh dave 
Oh, you share a birthday. Could have shared birthdays. That would have been great, right? Tina wants to know, do I ever take some time to live your life or do I always think of comedy? Yes. To both of those. Like we're going on vacation next week, guys. Uh, to Joshua Tree. Uh, Beth and I. And so, but if I think of something funny, I put it in my notes. Like I won't sit down and write comedy. But I'll be taking mushrooms for four days in a row, so I'm going to think of something weird. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so the the comedy part, Tina, I don't think of as work. That's the thing. There are parts of the business I think about of as work, but me creating, I do on vacation just because it's just part of who I am. It's not I can't turn that part of my brain off where I stop trying, where funny things stop coming to my brain or or ideas stop coming. Like that part of the brain is there, right? It's the business part that I will turn off 100% when I'm there. Does anybody, uh, anybody down below have a question? Okay. What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, not a whole lot. First Good to see you, dude. Thank congratulations you. Congratulations and happy birthday for... Uh, but my question mainly was, is how much comedy do you watch of other people's and do you ever let like premises of their jokes influence what you're doing? Brad, that is a great question. Thank you for asking me that. Um, so I, there are a couple guys I don't watch on purpose. I won't watch Bert. Um, because to me, Bert, although Bert and I aren't the same at all. But if you substitute beer for weed or booze for weed, both talk about our families. I mean, yo, he told a story about a, a putting a beer can in his kid's lunchbox. That's a story out of my book, right? So, like, you have kids, you, you cross-pollinate. And I don't want to knowingly cross-pollinate now I, I after this go around i don't know if i'll tell any more jokes about my kids i think the next special is gonna if i do ever do a next special it's gonna be called putting the kids to bed um and that'll just be all i'm just gonna do it just a dump of the rest of the kid um of the kid uh, stories but my thing is if i if i think that you and i are similar in any way i'm not gonna dabble in it i will watch people who do things i don't do I also watch people who I know I'm not going to like a lot, which is, but there are times, Brad, where I'll think of a joke and if it's really good right away, I'll think it, like, if I'm like, that's so good. Then my, my next question is, why was that so easy? That's gotta be somebody's joke. Like I've done that a bunch of times where I haven't remembered. And I'll be like, let me write that down. And then I'll just put it in Google. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's somebody's joke where I've heard so many jokes that, you know, it's what Robin Williams got accused of, right? Amongst comics, that was his thing, his brain. And I'm not comparing myself to Robin Williams, but his brain was just like a, a giant trap. And he would just sponge it all up and absorb it. It's okay. Ray Ray, you're on away. Uh, yeah, you can't help it, man. I'm with you. So, um, 
And then he would end up spewing some of it out on, at, on stage and comics would be like, he's stealing jokes. I don't think he ever knowingly was like, I'm going to steal a joke. Like Carlos Mencia. I think he just sponged it up. And then when he was talking on stage, it just kind of fell out of his mouth. And I just don't want to, I want to make sure that doesn't happen for me. But Brad, that's a great question, man. That is a, that's a real thing. Like if I think you and I are similar at all, I don't, I don't watch you. I don't even watch you when you're on stage at the comedy store. I'll, I'll walk the fuck out. Um, okay. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate it. Anybody else questions down below? Raise your hand. Okay. Hold on one second. What's up, Jen? How are you? Good. How are you? Congratulations on the special. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. My question is, do you, does your children like influence you in some of the stories you tell? Like if Jacob were to give you an eye roll or actually say, that's real funny, dad. Like you feel like the eye rolls, like, well, I thought it was funny. You You mean, does he influence me as far as what stories I'll tell or how I tell them? Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, that's funny. Or sometimes like, that's not funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good question. Thank you. Um, I don't let them, if I think the joke is funny, I'll tell it on stage. Um, And generally, Jen, if they don't think it's funny, that means it's going to be really embarrassing for them. You know what I mean? That's why he's like, that's not funny. Oh, you mean that one? That that one that has 11 million views that you hate? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Like that dick pic joke he hated. He made me hold on to that one. Five years. I couldn't tell it. Four years, something like that. He finally was like, yeah, you could tell it. But I mean, look, I, I tell I'm telling a story about my daughter on stage right now that she finally, you know, she's in her twenties. She was like, yeah, you can tell that story. I'm like 18 years later. She's like, yeah, I'm finally okay with it. Well, she doesn't talk like Jacob, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, so I, here's what I know. I'm here's what I'm acutely aware of, Jen. I'm acutely aware of that. No matter what story I tell my, if I, I know that Jacob has taken shit online. I know that every story and it's something that I wrestle with and I struggle with. And I talk to him about it before every story. I'm like, Hey man, I don't have to release. Cause I really do feel guilty because guess who gets all the accolades for the jokes, but guess the shit runs downhill to who, because the jokes are about him. So all the shit, all the jokes, all the teasing goes to him. And all the, hey, that's really funny goes to me. And so, and we've all been online. There's some people you can take it from because it's fun. And there's some people who are just assholes and they just don't let up. And um, there are some stories that I've just never told. Just because I just didn't. And he was like, yeah, you can tell it. And I was just like, you know what? This isn't a good one for us. Just because I think it will be the type of teasing will be relentless. Um, but I don't let them like, they've never been, they've never picked out a, a joke that was like, Hey, we think this one's funny. And I was wrong and they were right. Like that doesn't happen, but I appreciate you asking. Um, Corinna says, 
I did my first gig a while back. Fucking congratulations. Wasn't happy with it. Who is happy with their first gig? My mates recorded it. I'm too scared to watch it. Do you think I should? A fucking thousand percent. Hey, guess what you did that they didn't do? You got on stage. You're the one with the big balls. Fuck yeah, give it a watch. Hey, you may have sucked. There's a there's a possibility that that's true. It's not an easy job. You're going to suck more times than you're not, especially when you start. But watch away. Fuck. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Um, Tim Conway and Carol Burnett are your favorites. Nadine, you are aging all of us. Um, okay, you know what I'm saying? Ray, Ray, what do you got for me? Um, what is your best and worst experience in the industry? In the industry altogether. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was probably the s- same show. It was the Josh Wolf show was the best and the worst. It was the best because it was a Josh Wolf show. And there was a late night talk show. Like I've told you guys this when I was a kid and I dreamed the dreams, it was having a late night show called the Josh Wolf show. So when that happens, like you're like, get the fuck. This is exactly what I dreamed of. And then honestly, like I didn't know what to do because you know, when you're, there's part of you is like, this is a dream. And the reason it's a dream is because it's never going to come true. And then it happens. You're like, what the fuck now? But that was by far the best. Jacob and I went to work together every day. I were everybody that was on that set was a friend or somebody I knew. And it was just a giant family. We, I loved being there. Those eight hours flew by flew because we just all fucked about, man. You know, I, I, on one of those, there was a giant, um, what do you call it? Recycling bin on the way into the office. And I hid it. I hid in it in a gorilla suit in the morning and we filmed it because it's my show. And they were like, what do you want to film? I'm like, I'm going to get in a gorilla suit and jump out of the recycling bin. They're like, okay. But like that for me was fun. Oh, the reaction was so good. It was hot in that suit, but it was worth it. They were like, you know, you don't need to scare him in a gorilla suit. I'm like, kind of do. Okay. <laughs> you could just jump out. You're still going to scare him. I'm like, yeah, but gorilla, that's going to be the one. It was also the worst experience just because of how it ended and the realization that it didn't matter how well we did. They were going to cancel that show. They were just going to cancel it. New regime. um, You know, a lot of times when a new regime comes in to a network, they wipe the slate clean and they just want the shows that they want. And so it was a bummer. I just felt like we didn't get a fair shake. Uh, they, They put zero money into it. The only commercials they ran were during my show, which seems a little counterintuitive. Um, they didn't, they wouldn't put any money into guests to bring people out. Um, nothing. And so they really, it was a bummer. They, they really, they really kneecapped us. But for six weeks, I did whatever the fuck I wanted with somebody else's money. So that's what it is for me. Uh, without a doubt. All right, let's take a look at in the, 
Where can I find the dumb one kid show? Um, Ryan, it's on my YouTube page right at the top. It's called here for the fun. Josh, I love that you left the mess up there. It makes it funnier to me. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Any other questions? Sean, you got one? Hit me. Okay. So my question is, well, first of all, happy birthday. Congratulations. Thank um, you. But my question is, how do you go from becoming a naturally funny person to getting on stage and, and doing it? And you know, from writing to just going big. That's another good question. Thank you. Um, reps. You just got to get on stage. Some people are funny in person and some people are funny on stage. And sometimes that doesn't match up. Sometimes, and sometimes the people who are funny in person are funny because they're talking to people they know and they can make people they know laugh because the people they know, know them and they know their idiosyncrasies and you're super comfortable with the people, you know, and then you stand up in front of people you don't know. And you're like, Oh my fucking God, what am I doing? You know? And so that exactly, that can definitely happen. And it's just reps, 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 reps. Um, Shannon, what's the next big goal you have? You should team up with Josh blue. Uh, Shannon, I, I, okay. I followed Josh blue. We were on last comic standing together. And uh, I remember him saying the night before we were performing, hey, whoever has to follow me is going to eat shit. And I was like, why? And he was like, five minutes of me, nobody's ever heard these jokes. And he was right. He went out there and didn't even get to five minutes of material. The laughter in the round of applause was so intense. He maybe did two and a half minutes. But guess who had to follow him? This guy. Oh, I ate a big bag of dicks. I even call, I tried to get people to laugh and I called him a prop comic and nobody laughed at that. <laughs> oh, the other comics laughed. Josh laughed. Josh got a great sense of humor, but you know who didn't laugh? The audience and the judges. Zero laughter, not a chuckle at that. We all thought it was kind of, by the way, Josh blue, uncomfortably funny, an uncomfortably funny dude. But Shannon, he was on my uh, high live a couple months ago and was super told some great stories. Didn't he tell a story about the gorilla? Yeah, he told some great stories. Um, yeah, the Kinnison stuff is. Yeah, stage fright's real, man. Jen, it's real. For real, real. Um, uh, Misty, why do you say people don't like you? I don't know about that. I got my first... Okay. Steven says, I got my first super fight grappling match coming up and I want to know how you deal with the nerves of everyone watching you perform. Well, Steven, in your situation, it's different than mine. I think I'd have more nerves of somebody punching me in the face. So I would worry less about the people watching and I would worry more about the dude who potentially could lay his sweaty butthole on your face. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't worry so much about the, I would think that in a fight, if you're worried about the people who are watching you, you are going to get punched a bunch. 
or pinned or uncle holds or whatever it is you guys are doing. So I, my profession, exactly. In my profession, I need it. I need the audience and I don't forget they're watching me. As a matter of fact, I, I lean into it, but I would think you probably shouldn't. Um, okay. What else we got? Everybody, you ran into Josh Willow in Nashville and the honesty it, Mark, he's always funny. All right. Anybody, any other, um, thank you, Lori. Any other questions today, guys? Um, I might, um, I might bounce early and, uh, I just have a day with Beth before I got to go to Raleigh tomorrow. It was just, I'm sleepy. Did I get your birthday sandwich? I did. Thank you. Uh, any other questions? All right. Listen, guys, it's just a, a I'm tired today. So I apologize, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, bounce a little early. I'm feeling great. Um, but you know, I haven't seen Beth since I was gone for almost a week, which is longer than usual. And, uh, and then I'm just home for a day and then I'm gone again. So, uh, yeah, Alan, I, I perform in, um, Australia whenever they book me and, uh, I'll be in Raleigh this weekend. So, or tomorrow, Jesus, I just keep thinking it's Sunday cause I just got home, but it's not, it's Wednesday. Uh, thank you, Crystal. All right, guys, when am I going to announce the winner? I'm going to go on YouTube. I got to plug my phone in and uh, announce it. So uh, um, that's it. Any other questions? Going once. Going twice. Um, all right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back a little more alert with some more fun things to talk about <laughs> next week. But And Mandy... Thank you. Uh, thank you. And congratulations, Mark. The specials on YouTube. Yeah, everybody. It's on YouTube. I can. Yeah, I do that with my eyes, too. That's weird. Um, OK, everybody. Uh, deuce. Peace. Bye, man. And it's so good to see all you guys. Um, and thanks again for being part of this. And please. Spread the word about that special. Let, let some people know. And I'm so curious what you all think, if you've seen it, what you think the first clip should be. I was thinking about putting the duet out with Taylor Lynn, the duet to Shallow. I thought that would be a good first. I thought that would be a good first clip. It was kind of bananas you know <laughs> there's always that good clip of that dude sucking at my friend's nipple too that was fun uh <laughs> i didn't see that coming tiffany what's it called just go to the youtube channel man it's right on top of the page it's called here for the fun you know what i'm saying get it uh yeah that was my favorite I think maybe we'll do that one too, guys. All right, everyone. Oh, the Chris Kirkpatrick duet. That was a fun one too. He really killed that. <laughs>
Um, I think those will be the first two. It, oh, Janet was way out of her comfort zone. Taylor's, she's a good Christian woman. She kept saying that. She was like, "What am I doing? I'm a good Christian woman." I'm like, "Just get out of here. Come have a friend. Come have some fun with me." She was in the back in the green room, like, "What am I doing here?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. Just let's see what happens." I, and I asked her afterwards, I go, you going to be okay with me sending a clip out? She goes, yeah. And I go, you want to do a video? She goes, no. <laughs> oh, there goes the battery. Hold on one second. I'm not going to change it because we're not going to be here for that long. Um, But yeah, she was just like, yo. And I go, what's a... Yeah, but she's no video, which I, I can't blame her. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. It's not. It, <laughs> it was so funny, Beth, to get Beth FaceTime me from the sex store picking up dildos. What about this one? I'm like, nah, I don't like the color. Wiggle it for me. Is it funny if you wiggle it? So she would like wiggle them for me and shit. Like there's one that looked like that she got the look that was like wiggling. You know, like those small dogs when they shake their tail and their whole body goes, oh, that one dildo was like every part of it was moving at once. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that thing is like crazy. Oh, Shannon, dude was slaying the guitar. Kirk Chambers is a stud. You too, Robbie. And handsome. Handsome. I think at one point during the show, I might have mentioned at the second show, especially, I mentioned that I mentioned something about his arms, like his arms were too good. Didn't I, Ray Ray? Didn't I say something like, yo, dude, listen, I can't invite somebody on stage who has better arms than me. Like this dude was. Yeah. Anyways. I was hoping you made a drill. Yeah, I know. All right, everybody. I got to run. But I'll see you this weekend. And hi, Livers. I'm going to try to do tomorrow night from the hotel in Raleigh. I can't decide on the mushrooms. I mean, the mushrooms the last couple of weeks have made it funny. But I think for about 15 minutes every night, I leave the planet. So I'll have to see if that's going to happen. All right, everybody. Yeah. Love you. Thank you so much for being here uh, and stopping in with me today, day after the special, here for the fun. Hey, go tell some people if you can. I, 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 I'm so proud of this. Um, so, and I'm, I'm already writing a bunch of new songs. And, and you know what's crazy is that I go to shows now and people request bits. It's so fucking flattering. So super dope. Tina, I don't know what time. I don't know what time because I don't know what time I'm going to get a show. I don't know where my hotel is. I don't know any of that stuff yet, but I'll post it. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Oh, thanks for sharing it with your friends, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and that's it.
Later, everybody. We'll see you next week. Tell me something good.